Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Everything entertainment, everything Colleen and Bradley. It's Don McLean here from The Morning Show. And uh, we are still trying to get Bradley connected here. You know, we're all remote, so we're all just doing our best to come in remotely and be connected. That's the... That's the deal here. So Holly is in there on the controls, and she's having a great time. Do that time Aren't step, you? Don. Dance for us. Dance for us. Uh, it's totally cool. So um, I don't know what you guys had planned for for the show, but... Um, oh, Don, did you guys talk about Hilaria Baldwin on your program? We didn't get to it. <gasps> Alexis had it on the grid, and she all she said was, why lie? And I'm not sure what that was about, but oh, honey, maybe you why can fill lie? me in. Oh, well, I can fill you in. Okay. Brad's still trying to get up on there, so I'm kind of keeping one eye on Brad and his computer. And then I'm also going to keep an eye on you, Don. Oh, oh my gosh. Why lie? That was Alexis's whole point on this Hilaria Baldwin story. Well, yeah, and we didn't end up getting to it, but I did not read this, which I thought I read every story over the holiday weekend to get prepared for these shows, but apparently I missed <laughs> this one. Oh, okay. So the story is, well, it was on Twitter. This all started on Twitter at least about a week ago. Okay. Somebody on Twitter decided to make an epic thread about Hilaria Baldwin, a D-list celebrity that we don't really pay a lot of attention to. <laughs> right. You know, she, she just has babies for Alec, right? Yeah, she's That's just her like, purpose. <laughs> like having those babies. Yeah. Go out there and have those babies, honey. Yeah. So anyways, somebody on Twitter decided to do a little deep diving into the history of Hilaria Baldwin. The tweet started on December 21st. You have to admire Hilaria Baldwin's commitment to her decade-long grift where she impersonates a Spanish person. What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hold on. What? Yes. Yeah. So, if you go on the World Wide Web on Twitter, right? So, Hilaria Baldwin is the wife of Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And she's an influencer. She's doing all these things. And so there's, I'm just going to play some evidence for you. Okay. That this person on Twitter has laid out. Now, this person is nobody from anybody. Okay. They're just, you know, they're like us. They're just, okay, they're so just they're, internet they're not sleuthing. an anti lawyer type no, of a person. No, okay. this person isn't connected uh, to the entertainment industry as far as I can share. Okay. So she shared this clip from a morning show. This must have been a while ago, and I'm just basing it simply off of the clothes that are on, that they're wearing here. But listen to this, captioned with fake Spanish accent debut. What? This woman grew up in Massachusetts. So listen to this, Don. I'm so... Here we go. I have such secondhand embarrassment oh, yeah. already. You, well, okay. you're going to spawn... T- you're going to have to rapture yourself, Don. <laughs> <laughs> From all the secondhand embarrassment <laughs> okay. that you're dealing with. All right, take a listen. How's married life? Married life is really nice. 
You know, it feels different. It really feels different. But I didn't think it was going to be different, but it feels quite different. What's so. the thing that surprised you the most? Um, I think just the fact that it feels different. You know, I, we, we like to say husband and wife a lot. Yeah. Um, I come husband. How's married life? What did you think of oh, that? Oh boy! But here's another video, and this is the, this is the one that people are going back to. So this is a clip from the Today Show, where Hilaria Baldwin was making some food with a Today Show host. You know, lifestyle in it. This is the caption. Here she is pretending not to know how to say cucumber in English. No! Listen to this. No! We have very few ingredients. We have tomatoes. We have um. How do you say it? Cucumber. Cucumbers. We have um, red pepper. We have, of course, the No. So it really isn't. She wasn't just nervous in the other interview. She's literally pretending to be a Spanish-speaking person. Well, here's the whole thing: that she's not only is she allegedly pretending to be a Spanish-speaking person. But what does the internet do? The internet's really good at doing some homework. Oh, no. <laughs> the internet is finding out that Hilaria Baldwin is... Oh, there's Bradley. Oh, hi, Brad. <laughs> oh, hi. I know. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do 10 different things all at the same time right now. So there's Bradley listening news. to Hold us. Hold on. Hold on. So I'm trying to connect Brad. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it in the commercial. Oh, oh no! Wait. Oh, in look, there, there he is. is, Bradley. Come up! Merry Christmas, Happy New Year! Oh, oh boy, there we go. See, this is the thing. We're in the in between times, everybody. <laughs> this is the in between times. We're in between Christmas and New Year's. I'm so happy to join another, you. Well, and I'm just. Where are we? I'm Brad. I need you to mute your uh, phone, honey, so we don't get any okay, feedback on here. <laughs> Because uh, I can't. Oh, there we are. Well, Don, okay, hang out so, with us yeah, for I just, a second I will, and have totally. this conversation because I'm, I'm so shocked that you guys didn't even talk about this story, and it it, it has just brought what? low stakes dramatic delight in a way oh, that no perfect. other story has. Well, we just didn't get to it. We had so many ice crammed so many things on the grid that we just um, you know ended up not getting to it, and I didn't know the story. Oh, it's so wonderful. Brett. It's such a delicious story, you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, anyways, here's where I'm just kind of Bradley telling Don the story of Hilaria Baldwin as it unfolded on Twitter. Essentially, we've got to the story where the internet is like, oh, Hilaria Baldwin, you said you were born in Mallorca, Spain. Sorry, honey. You were born and raised in Massachusetts. And all of her high school friends are coming out and saying, oh, yeah, I knew Hillary back in our yep. boarding school in Massachusetts. The delightful thing about this story is that it was in plain sight for anybody who wanted to see it, but nobody had seen it. And because of the world that we live in, like people have time (laughs) to sit around. I'm so ashamed for her. And like, oh. and you guys, it's not. And Dawn, the, I'm so glad you actually don't know the story because I don't know it. And the only thing that I knew is that Alexis wrote, "Hilaria, why lie?" That's the only thing that she wrote (laughs) on the sheet. So I had no idea. That could be the title of (laughs) of memoir. (laughs) Why lie? And to Alexis's point, why would you lie? Why would you lie about the country you're from? Why would you lie about 
your history of your life? And why would you grift and lie so much to the point where you give your children Spanish names? And you guys, it's not one of those things where like, you know how when I was in high school, I was obsessed. You don't know because I've never told you this probably, but I was obsessed with... um, German culture, like, because I took yes. German I'm in high school. I'm obsessed with British culture. Yes, and now, in my adulthood, I can also relate to that behavior. Um, but there's a difference, because you, even though you are an Anglophile, Don, you don't walk around with a, a British accent. No, I think it's the most annoying thing ever when Americans <laughs> do British accents, like my friends Madonna. start doing it randomly. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, mm, anyway, let's talk and about like, something else. And, like, I loved German culture. It would be like if I had started showing up to high school every day, like, hello, everyone. Because if you go back and watch interviews of Hilaria Baldwin, she is taking on this persona in a way that is not relatively or easily explained a way that, oh, she just really loves Spanish culture. No, she literally pretends in one video clip with the Today Show when she's making a gazpacho recipe. Excuse me, gazpacho. Um, she forgets how to say cucumber. We just in heard English. that clip. <gasps> let's play it again. It's a fake. Oh, to make everyone really uncomfortable, let's listen oh. to Hilaria Baldwin's gazpacho recipe. How do you say it? We have very few ingredients. We have tomatoes. We have um, a, how do you say it? Cucumber. Cucumbers. We have um, red pepper. <laughs> How do you say? <laughs> and if you English. watch that whole that whole piece, I I will admit I didn't watch the entire piece, but I watched a lot more of it because it's still on the Today Show website. Shame on you, Today Show. Um, she goes in and out of her her Spanish accent so obviously. Again, it's just like, what does she think she was doing that we couldn't all see? But again, does it Alec worked know? Because none of us. Well, that's the question. Did like, he know that she wasn't Spanish? I don't know. Oh, but my let's, God. <laughs> let's listen to Hillary Baldwin, because that's her name. Oh, it's Hillary. Uh, this is a, Hillary. <laughs> this is a video that she posted on Instagram. Now, she posted this to her own account, and I don't know exactly is when. Is this the wax lean one? Yes, this is where oh. she's doing a little spawn con experience. This is so awesome. So <laughs> this is that this is the same person, Don, that didn't know. How do you say say cucumber? Cucumber? (laughs) I have recorded this like 20 different times in many different places, saying many different things. And I think the reason that I'm stressing about it so much is that I'm so passionate about what I'm going to tell you. It's Waxlane. Have you ever seen my big fat Greek wedding? You know how the father is like obsessed with Windex? This is my Windex. Oh, wow. That's the same person who forgot how to say cucumber. Wow. It seems like English is her first language somehow. You think? (laughs) The delightful thing about this particular story, if you guys just joined us, by the way, it's uh, good morning, good afternoon, and thank you for making it somehow to this show. (laughs) Thank you for making it, Brad. And thank you, Dawn, for sticking around. I have to know more. I might stick around for the next break. Just because I need... Are you going to get away from Hilaria Baldwin, or are we going to... Yeah, we're going to move on to a dirt alert. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. I know we're going to talk about it later in the show, because there are so many other avenues. You pointed out Alec Baldwin. He's come out swinging. Again, it doesn't surprise me that a person like Hilaria Baldwin, who tries to be sort of this yoga... 
um, like peaceful, mm. like everything's wonderful in the universe. Although at the same time, she's married to Alec Baldwin, who's like one of the crankiest, rudest, meanest people. Like mm. the fact that those like those two things don't add up, which explains why so much more of what's going on behind the scenes with Hilaria Baldwin don't add up. And um, this, you know, frankly, has just been the gift that you know, this in between time in between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Um, oh, this well, is a gift. And, a gift. you know, the internet has been digging up the receipts. Like I was telling Don earlier in the segment <laughs> that, you know, her high school classmates are like, oh, yeah, I went to high school with Hillary in Massachusetts and I totally remember her. Let's have a class reunion. Also, then people are <laughs> digging up the dirt on, well, it's not even dirt. It's just like, well, here's the obituary of her grandfather who was born in Kansas. No. And yeah. you can. She talks about her. She talks about coming from Spain. No. Right? Now, she did live in Spain for a time because her very successful and wealthy parents were able to move the entire family to Spain. But she presents it at every turn as though she made this cultural shift to America when she was born and raised here. Mm. So it's not as though, but, but if you listen to her story, the way she tells it without critically thinking, it sounds as though she arrived on our shores at Ellis Island at the age of like 19, I think, when she came to college. Yeah, when she went to NYU. Yeah. Yeah. She was returning to a place that she grew up in. It's like me being in Texas for four years <laughs> and walking around yeah. saying, y'all, all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep, that's, yep. It's, I'm not a Southerner. I lived in the South. Uh, but yeah, that and that's, I mean, you're just talking about the same country. Yeah, exactly. Oh. At, with English, even though, you know, the English as spoken by people in Texas is a little different than uh-huh. what we speak here. Oh, <sighs> well, you guys, I think we, thank you for I that think, gift. <laughs> thank you for the gift of being on the air. <laughs> I couldn't be here. Thank you, Don, for okay. sticking around. And I'm so glad that we could share this story That's with fantastic. you this afternoon. <laughs> now I want to do two hours on it tomorrow. Oh, please oh. do. Yeah. yeah. By all means. All right. When we come back, we're going to be doing a dirt alert with our good friend Holly right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. All the latest. It's Holly Roberts, and it's time for another Dirt Alert on this beautiful Monday afternoon. Hi, Holly. Hi, Bradley. We've made it. We're here. We're doing uh, a show. And Lori. If that's what you call it. And Lori Laughlin has made it out of prison today. Oh, it's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> and People.com has the exclusive on Lori Laughlin's tearful reunion with her daughters after she was released from prison this morning. Oh, it was a People exclusive. It's almost as it's almost as if they were like waiting. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ...at the door with their cameras and sketch pads in hand. Oh, you would think. So Lori Laughlin is out of a federal correctional facility in California this morning. And a source tes- says, tells people that Lori Laughlin had a tearful reunion with her daughters Olivia Jade and Isabella Rose. And that source says it's the end of a very long ordeal. Now, um, is it, though? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're going to be in for an ordeal for the next year as we find out what the second act or the first act post-prison for Lori Laughlin is going to be. Uh, now, this source, this insider says it's the most stressful thing she has ever dealt with and that Lori plans on spending New Year's with Olivia and Bella. Something tells me that that source was Lori Laughlin on the horn to people.com right in the car as she was driving home from prison. Yeah, Schmory Schmofflin. Hi, this is Schmory. I got yeah, these exclusive details. I mean, how how thirsty also, is that? I don't that? think that was the most I don't think prison was the most trying experience. I think, you know, the fact that you lied to your children um and, you know, put their futures at risk was probably a bigger trauma for her. At least I hope it was. But but to be fair, I think what we're seeing now is the celebrity narrative play out in terms of how she wants this story to be consumed by the public so as to assure that she has a second act in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, the whole narrative around Lori Laughlin's experience in the college admission scandal, at least the analysis can be, okay, so Lori Laughlin understands that she needs to create this narrative around this in order to find work again. Because one could argue, all right, you can juxtapose this issue with Felicity Huffman's experience in the college admission scandal, I'm just going to go out on a limb, Bradley, and say that Felicity Huffman is probably more respected as an actor in Hollywood than Lori Laughlin. Yeah, and you know, I find it interesting because do you? I think this is probably because of Olivia Jade, Lori Laughlin's daughter, who has made a career for herself on social media, specifically YouTube and other places. Like that's her bread and butter and so there's a way in which Lori Laughlin I think has cashed in on her personal story or will make this personal tragedy you know like she was just a smart lady who got caught up in a you know crooked system or something like whatever that narrative is I think that she's going to use her personal narrative as fuel to get further opportunities in a part of Hollywood certainly not the same part as Felicity Huffman, because Felicity Huffman doesn't need to share anything about her private life because she has sort of lived her life as an actress. You know, there's a certain amount of celebrity on the red carpet, etc., but she's not selling her personal story in the way that Lori Laughlin, but also her family, her daughters, and her husband have throughout their career. So what I'm saying is there's more, there's more um, cash in sharing the sordid details, the trials and tribulations of their personal, you know, narrative in a way that Lori Laughlin is not, or excuse me, that uh, Felicity Huffman doesn't need to engage in. Right. Exactly. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense. Yeah. They're in two different realms of celebrity, and they're two different people who have to leverage their celebrity differently in order to make a buck in Hollywood. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Let's move on from that story and we'll go over. Now, I do want to say, going back to the story we were talking about at the beginning of the show, Hilaria Baldwin and her 
Mm. I don't even know what we call it. What do we call it? Her grift, I suppose. Grift? Side hustle? (laughs) Uh, Now, People.com has posted a story because I did want to mention and note it was really interesting that the big mm, established tabloid of note was completely ignoring this story. Now, they are addressing it with the headline, Hilaria Baldwin, husband Alec, respond to allegations that she's, quote, pretending to be Spanish. So the way that they're framing this story, because we didn't get into this, is that this Twitter thread had been alive for at least a week. And then Hilaria decided to address it in a way that she should have listened to the Lori and Julia School of Public Relations, which is never complain, never explain. Because Mm -hmm. she went on her Instagram account and posted a really long video, a really long explanation, trying to work her way around what she has done with her life, which is essentially grift everybody if you're to believe to believe the receipts and believe me the internet Mm -hmm. has the receipts but uh you know if we're going to be watching the way that somebody is shaping this narrative well hilaria baldwin is a celebrity i mean she's just she is a celebrity non-entity who has created a persona for herself out of nothing really so and and again don't dare the internet to do the thing that it will do there will be somebody who will do the work to point out the obvious failings but the thing that i like you mentioned about this people so the thing we love on the colina bradley show of course is going deep in the shallow and holly what you're talking about is the framing of people magazine's um story and the framing is such that um they want to make the conversation about Internet says she faked her Spanish life, Mm -hmm. not about she, you know, purposely lied about her, you know, background, history, job experience, like whatever it was, whatever the actual, you know, lies were individually, they would like it to be Twitter mob comes after Hilaria Baldwin and she, you know tries to stand up for all that's right in the world. Yeah, and she's backed by her husband, Alec Baldwin, who is essentially blaming the Internet for all of this, being, and I'm paraphrasing Alec Baldwin's accusations, but he was essentially saying that Twitter is a cesspool, and sometimes I'm not nice on Twitter either, but it's basically all your fault. Yeah, which is an easy thing to do. Like, oh, just blame the Internet. It's the Internet's fault because every, well, you know, in this case, we have the receipts and we will play them later in the show. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. If you want to play the 30 second pop culture challenge, it's coming up next. Five questions, 30 seconds. You can win a prize, but you do have to call 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071, streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. Happy holidays. Holly's here. Uh, Colleen will be back. We'll all be back together, I think, on Monday or I don't know. We'll see. Let's just get through today, shall we? Right now, it's time to play the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Allison, and Allison is playing for a My Talk 1071 t shirt. Fabulous. Hey, Allison, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Absolutely. Hello, hello. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year to you. You sound nice and festive today. (laughs) Well, I'm really nervous, so we'll see how this goes. Don't be nervous. You're going to be just fine. All you have to do is answer all these questions correctly. Uh, 
The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. What is the name of Prince Harry's older brother? William. Name the show Alec Baldwin starred on that was co-created by Tina Fey. Uh, Thirty Rock. What's the name of the 80s TV show about an all-girls school? 80s TV show, Pass. The Sesame Street character Grover is what color? Green. Blue. Nope. Yep. Who wrote the book Interview with a Vampire? Um, the, oh, the woman. The cre- <clears throat> oh, I'm no! sorry. But here's so close. so close. Well, let's answer the questions that Allison didn't get right. All right. Allison did not get the following question correct. Name the show Alec Baldwin starred. No, she did get that, right? Yeah. Oh, she did not get the next one. No. What's the name of the 80s TV show about an all-girls school? The Facts of Life. The Facts facts of Life. Oh, it's such a good show. Who wrote the book Interview with the Vampire? That would be Anne Rice. Anne Rice. All right. So, you know, if you want to play the 30-second pop culture challenge tomorrow, even Allison could call back. But you have to call um, at this time tomorrow. Five questions, 30 seconds, and you can win a prize. We'll do it again tomorrow. All right, now let's move on to blind items, shall we? Yes. It's where we solve celebrity gossip mysteries in the form of blind items. I've missed it, so. Oh, welcome back, Bradley. The celebrity gossip mysteries missed you. So try to solve them. Here's our first celebrity gossip mystery, by the way. This has been confirmed. We know who this is about officially. A bottle waitress is accusing this A-plus list singer slash bad actor of spitting on her. Oh, my God. An A-plus list singer slash bad actor. The bad actor part makes me think that it's Justin Timberlake. Oh, you spit on a lady? Allegedly, supposedly, that a bottle waitress is saying that Justin Timberlake spit on her. I don't know when. That is so crazy. Yeah, I would say, like, is it recently? Um, Hashtag COVID? What? So, uh, presumably, well, gosh, yeah, I don't know if this story is less than a year old. That's particularly sad and pathetic. Yeah. Also, I just need more details, Enti Lawyer. Jeez. I feel like the details is that Justin Timberlake is a jerk. Yeah. And that he spits on waitresses. That... I just feel like um, that surprises me that he's a jerk less so, but like spitting on a person is next level. To be yeah, sure. that's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. Shall we do another one? Let's. Right, here's another celebrity gossip mystery, Bradley. This one's also confirmed, so consider the following. This A-list mostly television actress has starred on multiple hit shows. Her latest is the streaming show that has really made a high-profile family mad. After mm. her recent split, she thought she had a safe landing place with her illiterate actor ex, but he's into much younger women now. Okay, I feel like I know what this is, but I can't form words, so let me just break this down. We're looking for an A-list, mostly TV actress. Yes. So the latest streaming show that ticked off a high-profile family, presumably, is The Crown. Okay. And, oh gosh, it's not Lily James. No. Because she wasn't on The Crown. No. Because then I was thinking of... You like this person. We've talked about this person on the air in the past month. 
Oh, it's not like Olivia Coleman, is it? No, okay. think of somebody else. This person had a recent breakup, and it did make headlines. She had a recent breakup. It's Claire Foy? Who was in The Crown this season? Oh, Gillian Anderson. What? Yeah. So, okay, so we solved that part of the equation. Gillian Anderson, she had a breakup, right? Who did she break up from? She broke up. I'll just give it to you. So she broke up with Peter Morgan, who's the creator of The Crown. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. God, I have been out of it. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Happy holidays, Bradley. <laughs> Welcome back to the world of celebrity gossip mystery. Oh so, my okay. God, I did not know that. So Jillian Anderson and Peter Morgan, the creator of The Crown, were in a long-term relationship with each other. They broke up this month, or at least they made it public that they broke up. Now let's go back to the celebrity gossip mystery, Bradley. Jillian Anderson thought she had a safe landing place with her A-literate actor X. You need to solve the equation. Who is her A-literate actor X? Now, I didn't know that these guys actually hooked up, but apparently they did. What? I mean, is it David Duchovny? Oh, but he's into yet much younger women. Like, surprise? Like, that's a surprise for anyone? (laughs) Well, apparently it is for Jillian Anderson. All right, so read the thing. Yes. All right, so Jillian Anderson, who's currently starring on season four of The Crown, after her recent split with Peter Morgan, Jillian Anderson thought she had a safe landing place with her ex, David Duchovny. But David Duchovny is in much, into much younger women now, so Jillian Anderson crash-landed. Oh, that's so fascinating. I did not know that there was anything between them, and I feel like um, closer followers of X-Files would know that there was. I mean, did you know that? No, I didn't. I didn't know I didn't that either. they actually, like, you know... Well, I also didn't the... know, apparently, that she was with Peter Morgan. Well, we didn't really know anything about Jillian Anderson's God. personal life. Jeez! I will say that I was fascinated by her personal biography slash conversation that she had with Terry Gross a couple weeks back, probably, or a month. I don't know. It could have been five years ago for all this year has taught me um, in terms of <laughs> the timeline. But um, I do find her to be a particularly fascinating person, and uh, I'm sorry that she's having some relationship troubles, but she did a great job as uh, um, Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, congratulations mm-hmm. to okay. Jillian Anderson. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Good! Now, this goes back to a celebrity gossip mystery that we talked about earlier this month. So this is throwing it back. Okay. And referencing another celebrity gossip mystery. So here's some words for you. I saw this A-plus list mostly movie actor in Boston in 2009. This is a reader tip. I do not read your blog, but my friend does, and I'm writing you on her advice. I worked in the North End, basically Boston's Little Italy at the time, and the actor came into my store and asked if we sold whole fish. I told him no. We only had a limited selection of fillets, and he became agitated and asked if I knew where he could buy a whole fish. I directed him to a store around the corner, and he left in a huff. It was weird and happened so quickly, I didn't have time to process it. So this references a blind item that you mentioned earlier this month or whatever, and it involved a fish and a restroom 
and this particular celebrity. <laughs> and I feel like I should know who was uh, getting fun with the fish, but it has left my brain. So let me... Oh, it's not like... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's not like Mark Wahlberg, is it? No! no. <laughs> well, I just thought of Boston. No, it's not Marky Mark. <laughs> And the funky fish. <laughs> no, think about it, Bradley. Which I you I would argue that at one point in time this person was an A plus list actor. They definitely have A plus list name recognition still. Who would be weird enough? Oh, 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 duh! Uh, it, this is Holiday Brain. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I totally <laughs> like who's. Who's likely to do something weird with a fish? <laughs> that would be Nicolas Cage. Yeah, so this is another piece of evidence pointing to the fact that Nicolas Cage has an interesting relationship with our uh, scaly fin friends. So, oh, so and this, I love I love this story that he became agitated. Yeah. Don't you have a whole fish? Don't you have a whole fish? So allegedly, according to this person writing to NT Lawyer, Nicolas Cage went into a store in Boston and became agitated when they didn't have whole fish for sale. Because if you're to follow our previous blind item, Nicolas Cage was possibly in Croatia, bought a whole fish, went to the bathroom, and didn't bring <laughs> it back out. <laughs> this is so weird, but 2020 has taught us all things are possible. You know, and, and what... if, especially if they're bad. Yeah. And speaking oh, of my God. bad things that are happening in 2020 that we didn't even put on the grid bradley yeah kevin spacey and his christmas eve greeting oh did you guys i'm assuming you talked about this at great length no because it happened on christmas eve oh and we didn't we didn't have a live show on christmas eve well at some point this week because you know (laughs) we want to give people (laughs) gifts this week right yeah and how could we how could we miss the gift that is kevin spacey doing the weirdest it gets better video like 10 years too late in the midst of the like worst time in his career oh yeah so we'll endeavor to do that at some point because the audio of that was tragic the whole filming of it was tragic there are so many questions kevin spacey is persona non grata he tried to make i love how he tried to still make himself relevant in 2020 like he could have just gone away right like this is the year when nobody's paying attention and he was like nope not going to let the opportunity pass to remind people of just how vile I am. Ugh. Okay. Okay. You. Hey, Holly, thank you for those blind items. It's a treat to be back in the seat listening to all those juicy bits of gossip. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of a treat and a seat, we need to talk about Zach Efron because he's hot. And, is um, he, though? I don't know if he <laughs> is anymore, Brad. Oh, stop it. I like the mullet. Okay. Do you not like the mullet? Okay. Okay. We'll talk about it. We're going to talk about Zach Efron when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Zach Efron in a mullet is kind of hot, but we'll get to that in just a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Holly's making a, no. a stink face. No. Um, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. 
happy Monday to you. Thank you for being with us in this holiday in between time. Um, speaking of speaking of downloading your favorite podcasts and shows from my talk, I hope you have downloaded the ultimate, uh, the ultimate, the final episode of Colleen's uh Colleen and I's podcast our podcast called Deep in the Shallow words are hard the week after the holiday um it's called Go Deep in the Shallow it's available wherever podcasts are found also on our My Talk 1071 app and if I do say so myself Holly the last episode of our first season of Go Deep in the Shallow is particularly delightful i think we did a really fun job um talking about Dr. Phil Oh, so I would just like to put Dr. that little plug out there. Mm. Uh, you'll find out about the one time my mom was actually on Oprah, and I recently learned that my mother still has the Betamax tape of herself on Oprah, and I am now endeavoring to get that transcribed to some sort of digital media so that you can see. Well, wait, hold my the phone. Mother. Sidebar before we get to Zach Efron's mullet. Why was your mom on Oprah? Well, you'll have to listen to the podcast, Holly. That's a great tease. What do you know? <laughs> See what I did there? Yes, yes, very clever. Thank you for um, thank you for indulging me. Now, Holly. Well, now I have to indulge you because you say that you think that Zac Efron's mullet is hot. I think it's kind of hot. I mean, I'm not going to lie, but that's probably because it's Zac Efron. Like, if it was on anybody else, and I don't know that I would quite call that a mullet yet. That's more like just a, I don't know. It's like a mullet in training, a pre-mullet, if mm. you will. But I was made aware of this by scanning, of course, the um, internets. Uh, after my week of not paying attention to the internets, I saw this delightful photo of Zac Efron getting his hair cut in Australia because we all know that he's living there. And I hear that you guys actually talked about him a little bit last week because of another development in his personal life, this time involving real estate, right? Right, right, right. So Zach Efron, it seems by all means, he's ready to go to Australia full time because he put his Los Feliz house up for sale in Los Angeles. Do you think he talks like that now that he lives there like Hilaria Baldwin and <laughs> yeah. he would just forget that he was ever in the United States? And he's, he's just like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Shrimp on the barbie. Uh I think that Zac Efron perhaps has a little more class than that. I would like to think so. But his $5.9 million mansion is for sale. And Bradley, Colleen and I talked about this last week. It's an amazing house. It's It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. And he's going to get top dollar for it. But this is totally a sign that Zac Efron is actually going to be following through and perhaps starting his new life in Australia. Yeah, I will say that, you know, at first uh, I thought the rumors of his, you know, escaping to Australia too perfectly fit this narrative about celebrities, you know, fleeing Los Angeles because of, you know, just the fact that it's Los Angeles and they're too fancy or they're too, I don't know, whatever it was. I thought that that was too good to be true. But I do think now it's like he's been there for really the better part of a year. I mean, I think he went... Uh, to Australia, to Byron Bay specifically, which is this sort of new enclave for the glitterati, um, right about March or April of last year. Well, and it's interesting because Zac Efron in the past couple of years has really wanted to align himself as being a bra, like a bro. Zac Efron, adventure bra. He's a workout. Oh, I like that. He needs a (laughs) website called 
Zach Efron, adventure bra. I'm going to totally sell that to him. Well, and Please. he tried to do the whole workout bra with his YouTube uh, channel, which he hasn't updated in a year. No. So it seems like he's really leaning into that. And quite frankly, I'm a little jealous. I'm just well, going to say because I'm a who doesn't want to be <laughs> who doesn't want to be on the coast uh, of Australia, the the Gold Coast. I think that's where Byron Bay is. Um, you know, enjoying subtropical weather and uh, not dealing with the world as it is that we're staring at twenty four seven, which yeah. also includes a foot of snow. Thank you. So, exactly. I mean, we can re- we can totally relate to that. Okay, so you guys talked about the house being sold. Um, it is also hard to understand sometimes what's behind celebrities selling real estate because unlike normal people. I don't know how much time he was spending in that home before. It seems like that was his main residence. And it's not like he's an Ellen or an Oprah or a a Harry and Meghan that are, you know, furiously buying real estate to make money. No, but it it totally is a bachelor pad, because when you look at these photographs, there's such decor as skateboards on the wall, a Mm. pinball machine, a ping pong table and a Magic Johnson jersey. So it's yeah. exactly where you think Zac Efron would be living. So, it, I mean, so it is to me, you know, I think that's an indicator that this really is a lifestyle change for him. Permanence or at least semi-permanent lifestyle change for him where he very likely his locus of operation will be Byron Bay. Along with the likes of, it's not just him, by the way. I mean, he's really just part of that vanguard or maybe not even the vanguard anymore, but sort of the second wave of celebrities heading to Byron Bay. Of course, Chris Hemsworth lives there. Because he is Australian. Um, because he is Australian. But but there are a number of other A-list celebrities who you'll see headlines like, so-and-so heads to Byron Bay to pal around with the likes of Chris Hemsworth and Zac Efron. I mean, who It'll be interesting to, to see around. what other celebrities... huh? I said, who wouldn't want to pal around with Chris Hemsworth in his house mall, a la Barbara <laughs> Streisand? <laughs> his... His oh god that that thing literally is like a department store like full on mall in the middle of you know this amazing part of Australia exactly well you know if Zac Efron's making the permanent move to Australia at least he can grow out his hair again from the this tragic mullet thing that he has it's, it, 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 well and it's not even a mullet it's like hey I'm gonna shave the side of my head and then I'm just gonna let it grow on top and then be weird and flipping out on the side look I understand we're doing interesting things with our hair in 2020 That's true That's I haven't had true. a haircut since March gonna be honest my guy hasn't had a haircut since March and he quite frankly has a delightful middle-aged mullet that I welcome, but Zac Efron's is too deliberate and too cute. Just let it yeah. get shaggy, Well, which man. is mostly every, like, that is also, uh, you know, an apt description of Zac Efron's life, right? A mullet? No, 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 mostly cute. Oh, uh, Zac Efron's life is like a mullet. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's just, it's so intense, it's cute, and it's sort of too cute by half. I will say he wrote on Instagram, um... Uh, or Attaboy, this is, I, I think, the the hair salon where he got his hair done. Zac Efron dropped into Attaboy Hair, Kent Town, for a tidy up today. We gave him a mullet. He also gave the boss man, Robbie, a trim and made him feel 17 again. So they're just like dudes hanging out like, let me shave your hair if you shave mine. Oh, okay. my gosh. And I also think that's a reference to a movie that Zac Efron starred in with himself and Matthew Perry. 
where they did oh, the there you go. yeah 17 again get it it's really cute it wow. was kind of the the body swap movie or where he de-aged or i don't know it was just i think it was based off of the george burns movie anyways let's talk about zach efron slipping nikki blonsky the tongue well that was the other story that caught my eye was that uh nikki blonsky from hairspray was dishing on zach efron's kissing skills and apparently he slipped her the tongue that's rude zach. um I I do feel like that's a very teenage thing to do, like, like to not know your tongue, right? Right. Like kissing, you have to learn how to kiss. And Zac Efron apparently didn't. I will say that, so she talks about the time they spent together, and apparently they were like besties during filming. They, they like, uh, they didn't live together, but he was over at her place for like nine days. She also sells him out in the fact that, um, you know, saying that he slipped her the tongue on uh, during the filming, and um, the director was like, "Yeah, could you please not do that? We're not doing tongues." Um, but in addition to that, like she she talks about how he would come over to her apartment every day and they would hang out, but that also included him bringing his laundry over. So she had to do his laundry. Oh no! Which oh, Nikki, really make him sound like a very nice person. Slipping the tongue and using you for your washer, honey. <laughs> but now she's got the story. I don't know. I know. Okay. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about your favorite mystery series. I know, I know. 651-641-1071. Do you love a good mystery series? Tell us which one. We're going to talk about them when we come back. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday.